grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is today's Gospel and I read again verses 29 and 30. Now, Master, you set free your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples. Heavenly Father, thank you for the light that has come to us through Jesus and his salvation. May our eyes always be fixed on him. Amen. Dear sisters and brothers in Christ, what better time than at the end of a calendar year to hear about the Lord coming to his temple, though he was a 40-day-old baby. No doubt you have hopes, expectations, maybe fears about what the new year will bring. Perhaps your longings for what might happen go much further than merely the coming 12 months. Simeon had such deeper longings. When Joseph and Mary brought the baby Jesus to his temple, we're told that Simeon was there waiting for the consolation of Israel. Guided by the Holy Spirit, Simeon knew that their baby was the one who would bring that consolation. He broke the good news to Mary and, and Joseph like the angels did to the shepherds when Jesus was born. Afterwards, the aged prophetess, Anna, spoke about the baby to all within earshot who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. She was like the shepherds who told all and sundry what had been revealed to them by the angels about Jesus. In our world full of conflict and with lives troubled by sin, sickness, decay of all kinds and death, we do well to listen to and take courage from the spirit-filled words declared by Simeon and included in this gospel for the benefit of us all. There were two reasons why the baby Jesus was brought to his temple. The first was Mary's purification on the 40th day after giving birth. The second was to consecrate or set apart their firstborn son to the Lord. Two quotations are given from the Torah or teaching of Moses. Every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. These words are from Exodus chapter 13, except that the words shall be called holy to the Lord are not in Exodus. They were spoken by the angel Gabriel to Mary when he announced that she would give birth to a son who would be called the Son of God. Gabriel said the child to be born will be called holy. Since these are words from God, they're rightly included in the quotation from Exodus. The second quotation is from Leviticus chapter 12 and has to do with Mary's purification. The mother was to bring a lamb and a pigeon or a turtle dove for her sacrifices. But if she couldn't afford a lamb, she was to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons and so it was for Mary. Joseph and Mary completed everything according to the teaching of the Lord, it says. Ritual actions are relatively easy, yet God's law requires even more. It requires pure hearts. Matters of the heart are not so easy. 
we're to refrain from gossip, for example, which really begins in the heart. We're to put the best construction on what we see and hear about our neighbour. We're not even to be envious of others. That's definitely something of the heart. We're not even to covet what they have. Well, who can perfectly keep such requirements? And that's why Jesus was born and came to his temple. He's the holy son of God who would perfectly keep God's law in our place. He'd offer his life on a cross as the perfect sacrifice for our sins. And he brings us perfect peace. After the Jews returned from the exile in Babylon, at the prodding of the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, they rebuilt the house of the Lord that had been destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian. It wasn't impressive like the Temple of Solomon. Yet through the prophet Haggai, the Lord of hosts, or heavenly armies, promised that he would fill his second house with glory greater than the glory of the first house. And in this place I will give peace, he declared. The Lord definitely gave that peace when the baby Jesus was brought to his temple. Simeon, guided by the Holy Spirit, didn't merely say, this child will have a great future, God has great things in store for him. Anyone wanting to make a good impression could say that to any baby. Through the baby Jesus, Simeon received God's peace, salvation and light. Having seen Jesus, he was prepared to die. He took the child in his arms, blessed God and prayed, Now set free your servant, Master, according to your word, in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. Jesus brings true and lasting peace because he's God's salvation. He saves us by forgiving our sins. As Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, prophesied about John, you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins. Simeon had even more to say about Jesus to Mary, his mother. He said he'd be a sign that would be opposed, but that this child would determine whether people rise or fall. He's the rock spoken of in Isaiah chapter 8. It says there that the Lord of heavenly armies, the Lord of hosts, will become a stone of offence and the rock of stumbling to both houses of Israel, and many shall stumble on it. They shall fall and be broken. They shall be snared and taken. Conversely, all who build on Jesus the rock are firm and steadfast in him. Simeon went on to speak about a sword that would pierce Mary's own soul. It's the sword of God's word. His word pierces the soul so that we may repent and believe. That word cut deeply into Mary. Think of that occasion when Mary and Jesus' brothers wanted to see him and he answered, My mother and brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. That sword pierced through Mary's soul as it pierces through all souls, revealing thoughts from many hearts. Yet his word also brings consolation to all who believe, to all who wait to see God's redemption. It brings consolation to the dying. 
You've heard the phrase, death with dignity, used for those who want to be assisted in ending their lives. That's a misuse of the word dignity. To die with real dignity is like Simeon, to have one's eyes open to Jesus and the salvation he brings and to have his peace in the face of death. Inspired by the Holy Spirit, Simeon also said that Jesus, God's salvation, is for all people. He is a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for God's people Israel. Bob Mendelssohn, a member of Jews for Jesus in Sydney, believes the same. He once wrote a letter to the Melbourne Age in which he encouraged both Jew and Gentile to believe in Jesus. Bob Mendelssohn is a distant cousin of the 19th century composer Felix Mendelssohn. We sing Felix Mendelssohn's tune to the Christmas carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. In his letter, Bob Mendelssohn drew attention to the carol because its melody was written by his relative. He told his readers that true hope in this ruthless and terror-filled world comes through the second birth that has been made possible by the birth of Jesus. Remember how the carol goes? Born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. He concluded his letter. I wasn't raised a Christian but became one some 30 years ago, I think when he was at the age of 19. The story told in this carol and so many others reminds me of God's love love gift, not only to us Jewish people, but to the whole world. Messiah has come. Hark. Jesus is God's salvation to all who receive him in faith. When Simeon spoke about Jesus as a sign that is opposed, and when Anna spoke about the redemption of Jerusalem, they were pointing forward to the cross of Jesus without knowing its details. We look back on his cross and see it as the cross of our Redeemer. We see it as the cross of the one who paid the price to set us free from our sin. We don't merely look back to an event in the past. Our Lord Jesus, who rose again for us, brings us the benefits of his cross in his supper, through his body and blood given to us to eat and to drink here. His cross and resurrection are brought to us in his supper, Simeon rejoiced to hold the baby Jesus. In Jesus' supper, our mouths feed on him who is our peace, salvation, and light. So we can be confident that whatever the new year might bring for us, our lives are safe in the arms of Jesus. He who as as a baby was held in the arms of Simeon now holds us in his arms. Like Simeon and Anna then, We bless God for sending us his Christ. He sets us free according to his word in peace. We rejoice that he's God's love gift to the whole world, to use the words of Bob Mendelssohn. He opens our eyes to his salvation, prepared in the presence of all peoples. Amen. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.